Welcome to Winning at Work, the podcast for foodies, founders, and food and beverage professionals. You know, if you wanted to discover a new brand, a new food or beverage to try, there are literally thousands of companies out there. It is very difficult to do that. That's why we curate the different, the better, and the special brands here each and every week so you don't have to do the heavy lifting. If you're a founder and you're looking to connect with other like-minded executives, we make that very easy. And if you just work in the food and beverage industry and you're looking for fresh inspiration, we have that here in spades. This episode is sponsored by Temple. Congratulations, you're selling in retail. But the competition is fierce and your brand is surrounded by similar products. How will consumers find you? Let Temple show you an innovative retail sales solution. Click on the Attract Consumers link below. Need to attract great employees? Click on the Hire Now below and we'll show you how to use your culture to help you stand out. Stay tuned for this week's episode. Welcome to Winning at Work, everybody. It is Tony, and man, have I got a treat today. Check this out. It's the Pop Bar. This is a line extension from Ruben Benuata. See, why is it off air? I have no problem, Ruben, but I get on air, and it's like I it's like I fumbled on the one-yard line. You're forgiven already. It's pronounce Benuda. your last name. Benuuda. Perfect. Okay. So there you go, folks. Um, this is a, it's this, it's this phenomenal ice cream, right? From Italy. It's, it's this, uh, creation you've got. This is a line extension. Um, and I thought, let's, let's just do one of these bad boys right here. So right. this is like gelato ice cream, right? Turned into like a hot chocolate extension. And I've got eight ounces of really hot milk. And I'm just going to set this in here. And uh, let's just kind of see how this rolls. Ruben, welcome into uh, Winning at Work, my man. Thank you, Tony. Pleasure to be here. I'm a fan. I'm a foodie. So I think this is going to be good. We, we're checking all the boxes. Yes. yes we're we definitely are. checking all the boxes. Okay. So uh, again, this is a line extension. So for people who are kind of curious what this is. So this is hot chocolate on a stick. Now this is uh, peppermint. Um, I've got a caramel. And I've got a mocha. Now, you've got some other flavors too, right? You've got uh, vanilla, yes. uh, milk. What's the other one? We have a dark chocolate, vanilla white, and milk chocolate besides those. So six flavors total. Of that. Good. Well, the, the sample box I got had three, and we absolutely loved them. So I had to force everyone to not just completely destroy these. I said I wanted to have at least a couple for on air. So this is what it kind of looks like, guys. So it's like, see, it's just kind of this drippy. It's getting, you can feel it. It's it's starting to melt a little bit. And it takes probably a good three minutes, I think. But you can drink it before then. I imagine people just want to just start eating this thing, don't they, before it melts. I, I can see you're a foodie because the reason why we made it a little bit extra chunky, it's a nice big piece of chocolate. It's a huge piece. Uh, yeah, most people stop in the middle and like they can't wait, so they bite. So there's still enough for your hot chocolate drink, even if you bite. You know, that's funny you said that because we can never make it through. We can't wait. It's like we get about halfway through and it's like, ah, let's just go ahead and kind of clean this thing off. Okay. So while this thing is being prepared for me to enjoy, this is peppermint, by the way. 
Um, how did you come up with the idea, the line extension in the first place? And maybe just any more background information sure. on, on Popbar? I'll, I'll tell a little bit about Popbar and then we can talk about the line extension. But uh, Popbar was created in 2010. We opened our first location. And the origins are essentially, since I grew up in Italy, um, I definitely wanted to... Uh, enter the food world with something that kind of reminded me of my youth and gelato was you know italian ice cream versus american ice cream almost night and day for for me at least and um, there's a lot of differences but they're all in favor for gelato it's smoother less calories more dense less fat it's all good stuff uh, so i said okay Let's do uh, you know something with gelato. Obviously, traditional scoop gelato existed already, uh, so I thought about putting it in a popsicle form, in a pop form, and that's why we created Pop Bar. So the main, you know, the core element it's still to this day pops. Uh, we have gel- we have different flavors in different categories. Gelato is what we're known for. We also have sorbet, which is fruit based you know, uh, and uh, yogurt for the yogurt lover, different kind of pops. And what's cool about it um, is the customer can customize it, their pop with dippings and toppings. So you literally come in into one of our stores. And if your thing is um, vanilla or hazelnut or chocolate or pistachio or coconut, you you choose the base flavor and then you add to it dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, mint chocolate, Nut toppings, sprinkles, um, toffee. So this is like uh, the, the actual bar itself. You just yes. they take it and they kind of dip it down into the Correct. extras. So we, we dip it for them. It's a very visual process. And the same way you're kind of drooling with that chocolate people drool Look at over this the thing. Pops. I don't know. Can people see this? Can people see yeah. how this thing is starting to like, look how it's starting uh-huh. to like melt on the edges? Uh, yes. Like that? You're doing good. You, you didn't bite yet, but uh, yeah, you're holding. I'm holding. <laughs> I, it, it's yeah. so, the thing is, it's really dense. Yeah, it's dense and it's the right season. I'm glad, you know, we're, we're talking obviously about the gelato and the pops, but, you know, it's, in, yeah. So it's a good way to start. Yeah. That was one of my questions actually is, you know, having a, you know, ice cream, you know, product. Traditionally, how well do those, you know, categories do in the winter? Well, winter, I, I would answer that question is it depends, you know, where the store is located. Uh, there's a bit of seasonality, but it depends on, number one, general weather conditions, uh, mm-hmm. like the warmer the state, the more, warmer the city, obviously, the smoother the winter. And also where the store is located within uh, the actual area, meaning is it in a mall in a mall, you may not feel winter so much. People are walking That's around, true. you know, so it makes a difference. Having said that, uh, and, you know, in New York City, we have pretty cold winters. <laughs> we created that uh, element. So the idea there and the idea actually, you know, that carries on in Papa is to have very traditional flavors and food uh, in terms of flavorings, so like we're not reinventing the wheel, but the experience is a little bit different than what everyone else is doing. So that's a traditional 
hot chocolate is just the coolness of uh, you know uh, having it well, melt and cetera, yeah, you can kind of watch so. it. You can see now. You can see the kind of the progress of this thing. It's like it's about half about half what it was. Um, I was I kind of wish I had like a, a clear mug so everyone could see like this. The milk is getting really you know creamy. You know, it's like what attorneys always say. It depends. So it really, there's a lot of factors of whether or not, you know, ice cream is going to do well in the winter. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the operation itself. I know, look, people struggled during COVID. It was a horrible time for businesses. And I know the same for you guys, you know, you obviously rebounded, you came out of that. So what's the footprint now? Where are these stores located? And you've got a franchising strategy too, correct? Correct. So the idea operation-wise, I'll start within the stores, was to, you know, what I, we noticed in New York City is at the time, a lot of uh, ice cream parlors were not making their product fresh. So we said, how come, you know, salads and pizzas and, you know, even fast foods today, they try to make as much as possible in-house it's right there ice in front cream, of you. Yeah, ice cream, generally speaking, was considered like someone would make it six months before, freeze it, ship it to every location. So there was a, you know, definitely a positioning there um, where we could elevate the quality of the product and essentially have every store make in-house uh, their pops with fresh ingredients. Uh, and this is kind of like a rule we, we set up from day one. And it took about two to three years to get uh, the system organized. If you franchise, if you're thinking about franchising, you have to have a bulletproof proposition, and that's operations, uh, look of the store, um, training manuals, et cetera, et cetera. So it takes a couple of years you know, to get there and get it done. And in about 2013, we sold our first franchise, which opened the year after. Um, We'll talk about a little bit what happened during COVID, but uh, it's kind of like up a little bit down and up again. Um, but we have about 15 stores uh, in the U.S. and three abroad and growing. So we are about to open about eight to nine stores in the next 10 months or so. Um, so as you can see, we had a little bit of a pause in the franchising and that's due probably because all of our franchising is organic meaning it, it comes from uh, people who try the product love it and say let and me email reach them out. yeah they reach out let me email them let me you know uh, fill out a franchising application and and they say i want to bring this to my town and um, and obviously you know <laughs> we, there has to be you know a few conversations and uh, we check on the person too because they'd be representing the brand and then we award a franchise and that's how it goes. So that's uh, definitely um, increasing and going better. I think during COVID, there was a sentiment where people were a little bit scared to invest in anything in, in general, uh, but also to go out and experience retail and food the way it used to be. Well, it got uh, shut down. Know. I mean, you can't blame them. It got shut down. And also mentally, a few people said, oh, I can have this at home. You know, should I go out as much, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, you can have our products at home too, but the experience is definitely in a store, uh, where, especially the pops, where you see 
with your eyes. You kind of buy with your eyes. The toppings. Uh, well, you eat with your uh, eyes too. You, you know? eat with your eyes. Exactly. Um, so. Well, that's an interesting strategy going organic, Ruben, because so many companies, they, they'll partner with a broker and they'll yes. say, look, we want to grow, you know, X number of stores. This is kind of what we want to do. And they, you know, push people their way. Have you experimented with that? Or is there a reason that you just kind of stick with organic? I slightly experimented with that because I like to try everything. You lose a lot. Um, how can I say? Uh, th- there's a saying, kind of a joke, but but it's also true. Like if you go <laughs> in the franchising industry, you could sign up anyone with a heartbeat. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, so th- there are companies that just do that. Their goal is to say, "Hey, I signed up 50 franchisees." this year then if they open this year next year or if they if they no, don't open at all they still get their fees so they don't care as much um and you know in that process franchising fee signed a lot of people make money so they push for that right uh, but i don't think it's very um you know it's, it's a little bit risky to do that if you care about your own brand and you saw it grow from the beginning you have to sign individuals that you believe will do a good job, you know, at a store level, because it's a very personal, I mean, forget about regular franchises, selling our goods, you're selling a treat. Treats are personal. Like I always say, people choose to come to Popwar. They don't have to come to Popwar. It's a big difference. And uh, so there's a definitely, you know, an experience and a customer uh, service that is part, you know, of how people judge our brand. Well, it's very decadent. You know, it's, it's got a great flavor to it. How do you drive consumer awareness? What, what has been working for you guys to bring more people into the stores? So generally speaking, every time we open a store, there's a whole procedure. Uh, we try to team up with uh, local influencers, obviously, uh, chambers of commerce, we invite people to the store, we do grand opening. So we try to create a buzz. That's at the mm-hmm. beginning. Uh, we also have an amazing loyalty program. Uh, when people buy their pops, they can sign up and they receive points um, when they buy their pops. And now we're in communication. So we get their phone numbers. We can we can say, Tony, we can see when you had your last peppermint hot chocolate on a stick. So we can say, Tony, you didn't have a hot chocolate stick in two months. We can send you a coupon. Like, uh, you know, hey, Tony hasn't been back in Yeah, it's a a good push program. Yeah, we we, we do push programs. We we like to and try to have, uh, obviously, repeat customers as much as we can because we want to become their to-go place for anything sweet, (laughs) essentially. Ruben, Uh, do you have an app? Do I have an app for our own uh, private, let's say, for Popwar? I don't, uh, but we have an app where people can check their points and things like that. Well, there's a, they're not really a, I guess they're a competitor of yours in the sense that they are a treat. Um, it's a cookie company. I won't mention the name of it, but they've grown, you know, exponentially across the country and they have this app and they're always pushing their latest photos food photos of like the new treat the new cookies yeah there you go the cookie exactly and they they do this great it's 
I mean, it's, it's brilliant marketing really, because whether you have notifications on or not, you can open it up and there you can see what they've done. They've done, it's not just photography, it's video. And since you've got these, you know, you've got these great flavors, you could show it, you know, going down into the, to the different, you know, sprinkles and whatever else, you know, you choose. And then you could see it and you could see the hot chocolate melting. You know, it's like we say, you know, you eat with your eyes. Yes, definitely. I'm taking notes. So I'll check. I kind of have an idea of what that company is. So I'll I'll check it out. And yeah, it's, it's a clever way, particularly if people are coming in and they're signing up for your points. And then, I mean, what's more effective, you know, a text message or photograph a video sure you know um so with your experience now in business and food do you have any just general advice for entrepreneurs who who are wanting to expand in in the food space absolutely um i would say general advice for entrepreneurs you know no matter where you're going to what i always say is there's going to be lows and there's going to be highs don't get too beat up on the lows and don't get too excited <laughs> on the highs. It's always a roller coaster. Like try to stay calm and uh, you know yeah, level times where you're like chasing, always chasing. There are there's times like that, and there's times where you're more pacing yourself and building. So you kind of have to you know stay calm and, and focus. That's number one. Second, especially in the food industry. Sometimes it's not about what you have to do or forced to do, but it's more like I have to improve my company constantly. Even if something works, how can I make it better? How can I have it before someone else complains or before someone else has it? How can create a buzz? So when we create new flavors, we have, we have recipes for tons of flavors or new products. It's always, how can I make this special? How can I make this and no one has it. Um, for example, we have a milkshake uh, program. We call it Gelato Shakes because we sell gelato. Uh, we the presentation is fantastic. It's in in a kind of like old traditional bottle of milk. That that's the look of it. Uh, we put a cone on top, and every time I go for training or we open a new store. Like, for example, uh, we opened a store uh, last week in Alabama, our first store in Alabama. I said, let's make a gelato shake. Uh, We tried the green tea, the matcha gelato shakes. And you don't have to talk. You just look at people's faces when they have it. They're like, how am I not going to finish this? That's the look. I'm telling you, that uh, that app, Ruben, would be amazing to show all those different flavors and kind of blending through yes. and that old, that, that old fashioned milk bottle. Yeah. I remember my grandparents used to get those. Yes. Yes. Math so we, is, we, we, yeah. We tried to match traditional with new or an experience with something new. So yeah. Like tie nostalgia to yes. something yes. new. And, and, and you current. said decadent. That's another word we, we use a lot. Uh, but I, I think uh, the consumer in general Nothing beats nostalgia. And uh, when, when someone tells you, this reminds me of, that's it. You, kind now of, you've d- you know you've done it. Well, and I think, and, yeah. and that's what I like about what, this, what you've done here, is you've got peppermint, caramel, mocha, uh, white chocolate, dark chocolate, and then um, 
a third one, maybe vanilla. And those are just classic flavors. People aren't scratching their head trying to figure out like you've got some, it's not like Szechuan chocolate or something. And they're like, what's that going to taste like? You know, you, you're hitting them with something that, you know, easily resonates with them. Well, look, I think, look, this tastes great. It tastes great. I would drink it all right here on air, but um, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to create envy. Uh, what's the, like, what's the best way for people to to find you, Ruben? Uh, you know, online and then, you know, uh, maybe some of your bigger markets. Sure. So generally speaking, the company is called Pop Bar, P-O-P-B-A-R. You can Google it. The uh, website is... Uh, pop-bar.com or just google pop bar and on i mean since we're very visual you can check out our instagram uh we have a tiktok too for videos but our instagram is updated daily you can see all our delicacies there uh obviously if you go on our website you can find our locations we are in i think seven states by now but uh you know california uh, new york new jersey uh, Georgia, North Carolina, Alabama now, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We have a few stores uh, in Canada and in even in Portugal, in Europe, uh, as we're expanding. That's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, I love uh, it. It's interesting, and uh, we like it too. You know, uh, to I love finding and, new brands. I love finding yeah. new brands and finding something that tastes that tastes great as well. And we wish you all the success as you as you say on your website, Thank popping you. around the globe popping around the globe. I, I wish I could have sent you gelato pops. Maybe we'll attempt, you know, <laughs> somehow, or, or you'll have to visit a store. I mean, you just got to get creative, Ruben. Come on. Yes. yes, yes. Come on. No, we'll what find, we'll do we'll is uh, next time I'm down in, in Georgia or North Carolina, one of those areas, I'll just, I'll grab my phone and I'll just do a little quick video and you can see me, you know, trying and enjoying it. Ruben, Sounds it's good. been, it's been Great to talk to you again. I know we've talked a lot off air, so it's I'm just glad we get a chance to come on air and let people learn a little bit more about Pop Bar, this cool line extension. I mean, you're right. It's just in time for uh, for the winter months. And actually, for- we sell that on Amazon too. So just type Pop Bar on Amazon. You'll find it if you're just about the hot chocolate. That's the easiest way. Uh, to have it delivered to you or just come to our website, whatever you guys want. And look at that. There's always like this little remnant right there on the end of the stick. Just a little remnant just waiting to be demolished. Oh, even the stick is a, you know, good, you know, part of the... Part Part of it. Hey, uh, I'm not letting uh, any of that chocolate go. (laughs) Enjoy. Uh, Ruben, great talking to you again today here on uh, on Winning at Work. Pleasure to have me, for me to be here. Love your program. Keep it up. Thanks. Thank you.